Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Attention, soldiers, sailors, airmen, marines, and coasties. The holiday season is right around the corner. And some of you might be wondering, how am I going to afford to travel back home to visit my loved ones? Have no fear. Holidays for the Heroes is here. Last year, Holidays for the Heroes received donations from patriotic donors, and we were able to send 65 armed service members with a fully paid round-trip ticket and got them home for the holidays. Wait, but what's the catch, you might ask? Buckle your parachute strap. There is no catch and no hidden fees. Just contributions from good old-fashioned Americans who want to help heroes like you and show their appreciation for your service. If you're an active soldier and want to register, or an individual who wants to be a part of that growing group of patriotic donors, please go to www.holidaysfortheheroes.org. That's www.holidaysfortheheroes.org. To you from underneath a peach blossom It's time for an episode of Be Awesome Find positivity throughout your life and work Just like our mascot rooster, Steve the Jerk Hello, Be Awesome listeners. This is episode 82. I'm your host, Joshua Peach of the Be Awesome podcast. And before we get started, I got to tell you, if you lived in New England this morning and you were sipping your coffee around nine o'clock, uh, you might have felt a little shake, rattle, and a roll. Uh, we had a 4.2 on the Richter scale earthquake, and uh, it was a pretty interesting experience. And I got to reach out to uh, our guest here today, who is a uh, a repeat offender of the Be Awesome podcast. We did episode 14 uh, on October 23rd, 2018. Uh, and I reached out to him. He thought it was his washer going off. So he's got a pretty powerful washer among a lot of other things. But uh, my guest today is none other than a great friend, uh, someone that inspires me regularly with his hard work and his uh, amazing things that he does. I don't, I don't know how he does it all in a day. Uh, paramedic, firefighter, general con- contractor, uh, Father of three, husband, and the owner of Shoveltown Flag Company, none other than Chris Mills. Welcome back aboard, Chris, to the Be Awesome Podcast Train. All right, before we start, just for everybody in podcast land, I got to say, am I the only one that sees the resemblance? <laughs> I'd like some folks to weigh in, to set up the way they can go online to be awesome. And I mean, this is. There's no patience gap, but I mean, slight weight difference, but I'm, I'm actually surprised you haven't gone on Amazon and gotten me a, a, a Bubba Gump hat yet. But uh, yeah, for those of you that are curious, it's a uh, Tom Hanks and his long beard uh, from, from a world famous movie that I'll let you guys go pick and figure out which one it is. Actually, he did uh the one on the island with with uh, Wilson, I think he had a big beard too, didn't he? Oh, you know what? I should have done Castaway. I didn't even think of that. Castaway, yeah, Castaway. So, well, before we get to the to the meat and potatoes of why we came up with the podcast, 
uh, without getting into detail, what's, uh, this is a curveball, I guess, but you know, what's it been like being a paramedic firefighter the last eight months? How different has it been? How, how much a similarity has it been? What's it done to you as far as, you know what, that, that's a good question. Um, not really prepared for it. Uh, so, so on one hand, it's what we do as firefighters and paramedics. On the other hand, it's extraordinary. Um, having to, you know, we train on PPE, masks, gowns, that kind of stuff, but very rarely do you use it. As opposed to now, every call, if someone, if, if a call comes in that it, somebody is symptomatic with, you know, shortness of breath, fever, uh, dry cough, things like that, we're, we're, we're gowning up. Um, I will say March, April, May was borderline scary. Nobody liked doing it. Um, there was an incredible burden being put on the first responders, uh, paramedics in, uh, in particular, and... Uh, we, we did what we always do, which is, you know, get through it. We do our job and, 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 you know, get back and wait for the next call. But, um, it wasn't fun. Uh, I think over the summer we became used to it. There was definitely a lull, uh, in this pandemic. Um, and, and I, I think it was partial that it was a lull. I think it was also partial. We as a society got used to it and learned how to live with it. Um, I would say that the next two months will be very critical as to how the rest of the winter is going to play out. Mm-hmm. So has it been easy? No. Um, but it, 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 at the end of the day, if you call 911, we're coming. Yeah. <laughs> we may not like it. We may not like what we're dealing with, but we're there for everyone. So it, it's, it's, I, I wish I could, it's business as usual, but it's not. Yeah. I can tell you, I don't, I don't, and I only just threw that out there. I was just, when I was reading your resume off, I was like, you know, I, I've talked, we've talked about things like this, uh, but we spend so much time joking about things and making fun of each other and everything else that I never really asked you that question directly. Um, and I never really asked, you know, for me, I, I just, I was just sitting here thinking about, because um, the count's been going up the last couple of weeks in Massachusetts specifically, and we've got all these new restrictions. You know, I go to, the, you, you know me, my beard's long because I don't go anywhere. Um, and so, you know, I go to the grocery store and I walk around and I think everybody's got it and I go, I'll come home and I'm like washing my hands and throwing my clothes and doing all this stuff. Um, I just, I just can't understand. I can't think about what I would be doing if I was working in an occupation where I'm spending 24 hours where the people that I'm picking up potentially are in a lot of cases, most likely are positive patients and they're in close proximity, even with PPE on um, how that must kind of run through your head. Like, I wonder if this person just gave it to me or, you know, one of those things. Um, do you have that feeling? Do you, do you get that kind of what's going on? You do, but I've gotten used to wearing a mask. Um, you know, Carrie and I like to go out on Friday and Saturday. If we can. Um, you know, you have to protect yourself. You have to integrate with society. I mean, I have two businesses where I have to be out in the public. So it's just something you either have to get used to or you have to stay home. Yep. And, and even if you're a hermit, you have to get out every once in a while. Sometimes you need to go to the doctor's office. Sometimes, you, you know, the Peapod forgot to deliver a certain grocery. So you have to, you have to protect yourself. I, I will say that um, the most important thing are the masks. Yeah. So that is a legit, I, I, we've taken people to the hospital that 
have been COVID positive that we did not know that were COVID positive. But at the bare minimum, we put a mask on them, we wear a mask, and we're safe. We get tested regularly and, and we're clean. So, yeah. well, you know, I, I joke about my, my reasoning, but the biggest reason for me is the mask. You know that. You and I talk yeah. about it often is I, I hate them. I hate wearing a mask um, psychologically, comfortably, as well as um, feeling claustrophobic. And that's the, that's the reason why the, the, the greatest place for me is home because. I don't need to wear one, uh, but I do go out when I, when I need to, I went and got my candles from you today. Um, so I did, you know, I made, I made, made a few, made a few trips, but um, no, I, that's, that's, uh, I'll tell you, first of all, thanks. Thanks for what you're doing. Uh, what all of, all of you and your team are doing everywhere. Um, it's in your right. The next couple of months are, are going to be um, probably uh, well, with scary, the holiday, interesting, painful. And, you know, the holidays coming up. And, and there's a huge psychological factor to this COVID stuff. And no one wants to hear the words phase one or phase two again, mm-hmm. uh, myself included. And it is, it is such a psychological burden. Um, mm-hmm. And there are people that don't agree with the politicians making the rules. Uh, you know, and I don't want to speculate on that one way or another, but it is something that you know, we do have to take seriously. Uh, we were just trying to figure out about Thanksgiving, my sister was over. Was talking talking about how we how we can do it, and I'm fortunate enough that you know I have a heated garage and it's big and it's detached from my house, so we may spread everyone out and do it there. We may not do anything at all, but it, it's it's a concern that that we we all have, and and it has to be taken seriously. I, I'm not. I have a, a, a three kids, two in college, one who's a junior in high school, and, and I'm not crazy about the fact that they can't have you know, kid parties that, you know, certain rites of passages that, that kids are supposed to go through and, and you just can't do it right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm also optimistic that if everyone follows the rules that within a couple of months, we'll be able to start doing that stuff again. Right. No, I'm looking, I'm and looking for, I'm looking forward to start doing stuff again. That's for sure. So now let's jump to the, to the meat and potatoes. Why I asked you to be on the podcast and, and, some of the exciting stuff. I mean, look, looking behind you, you got a whole bunch of your flags. For those of you that didn't listen to the first episode with Chris, it was, it was two years and uh, two two years, two weeks ago, uh, two two years and two weeks ago. And I think I set the microphone up on top of a table saw, and he was actually making a flag. And at that time, the Shovel Town flag was in its uh, probably we could call it in its infancy, right? Was it embryonic? It, yeah. Embryonic. Yeah, I mean, you, you you started because someone challenged you to make a flag. You made one, and uh, and then it kind of snowballed a little bit, and, and it was kind of all word of mouth, and then you built a website, and then you got the social media presence, and next thing you know, uh, we're two and a half years later, and you're, you're shipping flags all over the country. These are made with reclaimed, uh, many of them are made with reclaimed uh, aged wood, going back to this one behind me is wood from, that's probably from the 1880s. Uh, I believe is is this one. I've got another one on the other wall that's actually a challenge point holder. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, a little upset. I wasted that one on you. Yeah, the one behind me. Yeah, no, the one behind me. Is, it's fantastic. I think I was very worthy of that. Thank you very much. Um, but you no, know, Chris made that flag for me in celebration of me launching Be Awesome, uh, and we had the podcast. Now, let's talk about it. what's the last two and a half years of Shovel Town flag. What's it been like? What are you making? Uh, you know, how, you, you got some numbers up there of uh, how many you've made. Um, yeah, we, we just, um, this week we just made, we hit 400 and 
going strong. I think I'm up to 409. Yeah. Uh, what I'm working on right now down downstairs. Um, it's been insane. Last year, you, you know, the, the first year, which would be in 2017, it was a hobby. Uh, made a couple of bucks here and then making some flags with some friends. But um, and then, you know, 2018, 2019, it started to get a little bit more serious by when did we start the website? Probably early 2019. Uh, yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that made things a little bit more legit. Um, and, uh, partnering with Zach Brown that, that gave, um, Shovel Town flag a little bit more, you know, yank and, and name recognition. And then starting in 2020, it just kind of exploded. Um, yeah. one of the things that, Myself personally, that I, I stand by is is at least once a month. I still give away a free flag if I see somebody doing something heroic, patriotic, extraordinary. Um, I'll, I'll try and track down who they are, where they live, and I'll just send them a flag, not for recognition or anything else, but it's just kind of a corny little thing that we do, and and which brings us to um, what I'm doing um, this November. Yeah, and that's and you you. Uh... This year you gave you gave a couple of, of interesting ones to your right. I think it's to your right. You're trying to go backwards. You've got a, a, a letter on your wall from the craft organization. You gave them a flag. Yep. You sent Robert Kraft a flag uh, for flying his flying his own jets to China to get PPE for first responders. Um, and then you sent one to Gary Sinise, right? Gary Sinise, yeah, yep. who sent me uh, uh, very generously sent me a, a, a really nice um, letter and more than autographed copy of his book. Yeah. Which I put out on my social media and, and for somebody like that to take the time out to thank shovel Tom flag. That was, um, that was huge. But Gary, uh, Gary's a good guy. He um, does a tremendous amount for veterans and he's, he is one of two people that actually inspired me to do what I do. Mm -hmm. Um, as far as giving back to veterans. And so what we're doing this month is every four days, it's probably going to be like every three days, but um, we're donating a flag to a veteran. Mm -hmm. And along the way, we have some celebrity guests um, that are going to choose a veteran for me and I'm going to ship them a free flag. And they're all different flags. A lot of them are behind me. Um, some prototype ones, some wavy ones. Some, everybody's, you know, the one thing about these flags, because they made a reclaimed wood, there are no two that are alike. If you buy five of them, they're all going to be different. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just kind of a, a thank you. We're going to keep doing that um, every year moving forward. So I got to tell you, the, uh, the, the flags to veterans specifically, from, from my own personal experience, I've given, uh, I was trying to, I think I bought, um, I bought your first, first wavy one you've ever done, which the wavy one's, right behind you over your left shoulder. Just move you a little bit so they can see it. That flag actually is cut so that it looks like it's it's blowing in the wind. Uh, it is absolutely amazing. Um, so I bought the first 1776 wavy flag uh, for podcast guest, uh, Jason Taylor, personal friend. And I've, I've bought four or five more for veterans. And I can tell you that, that when they get it, it's it's like amazing for them. It's, a, it's an amazing gift because of the pride of the flag and the pride of the craftsmanship of the flags that you make. So um, I think it's pretty amazing that you, you've <laughs> for, for, you're going to basically give away 
what you uh, what you gave away in a year uh, and a month, uh, all right. to veterans this this month. And right. uh, that's and, that's and 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 I feel good about every damn one of them. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, I mean, you were you you did it originally. What what was interesting was you gave some you gave a flag, and then the people were paying it forward. When somebody got a flag, well, uh, sometimes people were paying it forward. I said that there were two people that inspired me to do what I wanted to do. Um, Gary Sinise was one of them, what he does with veterans. Um, the other one, believe it or not, is a mutual friend of ours, Ed. Yeah. Ed, who's the um, CEO of Holidays for Heroes. Um, he gets, uh, Ed's a veteran, and he, I mean, hopefully I can explain this the right way, but he, he gets um, veterans home for the holidays. Guys that were deployed overseas or, or from faraway places, and he raises the money and and, and gets these people home, um, which is an amazing thing. And I, I what did he say? He's going to shoot for a hundred this year. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it, he, he was a uh, Ed Rossich, who's who's become a personal friend of mine and was my was my boss in my day job. Uh, sent a post out on LinkedIn last Thanksgiving that he was wanting to pay for five active military. Uh, to to go home for the holidays, I'm using to do it personally, and it took a uh, it, it was a it was an unbelievable snowball effect rolling down the mountain. Um, within a week, he had like two hundred fifty thousand views of the of the post. He had all these people that were willing to buy plane tickets, actually sponsor plane tickets, and uh, he sent sixty four active military home from places like South Korea, Japan, Germany, Italy. Uh, one active military member, which is the one that, that, that really got to me, he got to fly home from, I think it was Germany, uh, to I believe it was Minnesota or Michigan, and uh, to see his first daughter, his first child being born, which he wouldn't have been able to do otherwise. So it wasn't just flying home for the holidays, it was being able to be there for the birth of the first child. And uh, so after that, that, that was a grassroots, uh, just people donating and just an idea. And after that, he started an actual 501c3 uh, this year, and his goal was to hit a hundred. And I think I just saw a post um, that he's up to, I think, fifty or fifty-five. Yeah. Uh, so he'll he'll be at sixty-four by Thanksgiving when he when he launched this thing. So he's absolutely, and he's and he's got people that are donor donating. It's actually the ad that I do, uh, the free ad at the beginning of every episode is is Ed's uh, Ed's thing. So, yeah, no, he's he's definitely a, an inspiration for all things related well, to Ed, that. You know, um, I think you had given Ed. You know what people don't know. I think you had given Ed a flag. Yes. Uh, two two years ago uh, when we met, and Ed, you know, he asked how much the checks were, uh, the flags were. I think four hundred dollars somewhere around there. I forget what kind of flag it was. And and Ed, um, a couple of weeks later, I just got a a card in the mail, and Ed said, you know, I I know Josh gave me the flag, but I wanted to thank you for it, and you know, I want you to make a flag and give it to a vet. And that was in 2018. And yeah. I said, well, Jesus, that's a great idea. And I just started doing it. And, yeah. and it's, it's, it's just a great thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've made some absolutely amazing friends because of this. So I, I you know, and, and good friends, people that I, I can call and, and just, it's just a great connection. And yeah. so it's, it's going strong. I intend to do it as long as I can possibly do it, um, yeah. which, you know, is not going to go away anytime soon. That's for sure. Yeah. So well, it's, you, it's been good. 
So you've given away two so far, and I was I was one of the. Well, you've given away three. Uh, right. Two. So um, first one went to a, a local school for a thing they're doing for veterans uh, this week. Um, the second flag went to um, my middle daughter's godfather, uh, Tom Baldino, who done two tours uh, in the sandbox. Uh, he's a teacher at our local high school, adored by all of his students. I, I mean, could not be more of a, uh, a poster person for a, a flag recipient. And as I said earlier in the month, we're going to have people pick people along the way. And I decided to have you pick one um, for flag number three, which yep. due out today. And I think you delivered it already. I did. I did. Uh, the second you gave me the opportunity, I got my truck. I drove right over. I picked it up and uh, couldn't think of a more deserving person to, to, to receive it than a Marine and friend, uh, Rick Trumbull, who I went down to Rhode Island. I told him I was, I was driving and I was going to be in the neighborhood is what I told him uh, in Rhode Island. I packed the kids up and um, I drove down there and, uh, and gave it to him. And, and he was, he, he has, he didn't know it was coming, but he had the perfect spot for it in, in his house already. Um, and if you haven't listened to that, um, I, I believe uh, it's episode, uh, I think it's 15 or 16. It was done on Veterans Day in 2018. I'm actually going to repop that up this week because uh, it is such a powerful episode. Uh, he also did two tours in Iraq and uh, put 20 years in as a Marine and um, very deserving of it. So appreciate being, uh, being one of the lucky ones to choose a recipient. So uh, who's next? Do you have do you have the next one lined up in three three or four days? Uh, the next one will be on Veterans Day, and I I find it um, no more fitting than to have Ed Rostich pick that one from uh, Holidays for Heroes. So I'm going to connect with that on Tuesday. He's going to let me know who who the recipient is, and um, I'm going to ship that to him. And then um, three or four days later, I have. They're all pretty much picked, or the contestants are picked. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to have uh, one of my peeps from the Zach Brown Corporation. They're going to be picking one of their veterans. They do uh, Camp Southern Ground. They do amazing work with veterans. Um, they're in a tough – I offered them a flag to pick, and, and they, they it kind of stumped them because they have so many vets that they wanted to give it to. They didn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. um, they have plenty of Shovel Town flags at the camp, but you know, to, to give one personally, it's kind of a big deal. So they, they still trying to figure out, uh, to choose, but, um, I have one of my good friends that, that is, uh, dialed in. That's going to be doing that on, on their behalf. Um, I think at the end of the month, I'm going to have be awesome. Pick one more. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's a, that, well, now you just put me on the spot. That's a, a great honor. I appreciate that. I was about to cut you off and talk about, the Camp Southern Ground flag that you donated last year because um, that was that was a pretty proud moment for to see to see how much money was raised uh, for that flag. Uh, you you put a Zach Brown autograph with a Shovel Town flag, and what did that thing go for? Seven or eight grand, I think. Yeah, yeah, that was amazing. At auction, at auction at their, um Unfortunately, it's another thing that COVID. Um, they invited us back this year, but uh, COVID just you know, killed that amongst everything else. So um, as a matter of fact, behind me, the top two middle flags were both supposed to be for um, the Zach Brown people for their um, auction this year. So 
those two are going to be donated as well. Oh. So some lucky yeah. people are going to get some cool flags this month. Yeah, for those of you that are listening that don't know about Camp Southern Ground, it is a, an amazing uh, initiative that Zach Brown uh, got involved in. I'm not a Zach Brown fan, or I wasn't a Zach Brown fan, but uh, Chris is a super fan. And uh, I we, converted Amy. You, con- you converted, you did, you converted us. Um, yeah, I, I'll, uh, I'll have to admit, I, that the concert was amazing, and their mission is amazing, and the fact that uh, they donate a, per, a piece of every ticket to start this and continue to keep this Camp Southern Ground, Atlanta, Georgia, that uh, provides free and reduced camp for um, for children in need, and then it also pr- provides the camp as a uh, as a, as reestablishing from coming from overseas and at war, uh, veterans and families for them to to just get some time to 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 just relax, uh, and the camp is is pretty darn amazing. Uh, we wanted to I want to go. I want to go see it sometime. I've seen the videos of it and seen a lot of, but I can't wait to actually go and, and check it out. And you have a flag that sits, sits proud down there, a custom flag uh, with the, uh, what did you do? You put the crest in the middle of the flag or something. Didn't you do something crazy with it? Yeah, we, um, we did an American flag with uh, their, their logo. I superimposed it in the middle of an American flag. Fortunately, I have a daughter who's a art graphic design major. I, May may not have subcontracted some of the artwork out to her, but yeah. um, it, it was a it was a pretty neat flag actually. Yeah, uh, you know it's good to get the creative process going every once in a while. But it, um, I actually am going to be having um, there's a couple of people from their fan club from uh, they call it the Zamily that's going to be uh, choosing some veterans throughout the month as well. Cool. So made a lot of good friends that night. I think you did too. Oh yeah, being down in Georgia and it was. Uh, it was a pretty special thing. So it, it, it was surreal, but it, it's uh, all, all of these, you know, positive experiences have, um, have helped me, you know, grow and, and be able to, to do this. And every flag that I sell uh, for retail is another flag that I can donate. So, you know, all the people out there that are buying flags from, from us, it, 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 every single one, it's almost getting to the point where it's like a one for one. I mean, I give all the time. I think, you know, that people call me, you you got a fundraiser coming up. Do you have anything? And oh, I have this prototype that you can, you know, but I'm only able to do that if I keep selling them. So everyone's generosity (laughs) helps. Yep. And the, and I've watched over the last two years, your flags going from, you know, going to charity that you donate, that you just kind of give them a flag and, and, you know, a couple hundred bucks is raised to now it seems like every time a flag is at a, at a charity auction i was at the ymca uh, virtual gala with uh, where, you, where you were at and the flag went for 600 bucks yeah. uh so i mean it, it's doing it's doing good it's raising for good so well that's good stuff man what what's what's i haven't asked you this one i i, I never i very rarely ask you what's next uh when we when we talk about stuff all the time but you started with the flat flags which is that top row um then you started with some vertical flags that were flat and then you went with the wavy big flags. Now you got the wavy vertical flags. I saw that you got a wavy 1776 like mini flag and a wavy uh, star vertical flag that you actually can put together. What's on the uh, what's on the roadmap for trying and making next? So 2021. I mean, usually it's the the winter um, is usually the slow season when I start to play around with some designs. But I'm not sure. We're gonna upgrade some of the machines in the shop um to to help with some of the engraving i 
The big request that I got this year was trying to personalize or engrave a wavy flag. Um, as you know, the flat flags, um, they're engraved by hand. I heat brass letters up, burn it into the flag one at a time. They're not done on a machine. Um, so in, there is not a machine that can do a wavy flag engraving because the axis wouldn't work um, uh, of the machinery on a CNC machine. So I would like to experiment this winter on possibly engraving a wavy flag. Uh, I don't know how well it's going to go. You'd, you'd have to do it in the, in the white stripes, um, kind of like the top row yeah. flex. It's probably difficult to see on the computer, but yeah. we're, that's going to be one of the, the big things for 2021. It seems like this year um, I was selling as many wavy flags as I was flat flags, um, which is a little difficult because the wavy flags take about four weeks to make. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. This, there's a little bit of a backlog. If they, if, if somebody orders one post Thanksgiving there's no, no guarantees for Christmas, but um, the bread and bread of, Bread and butter flat flags uh, have been a big hit this year as well with corporate gifts and, and, and whatnot. But the wavy flags, they, they're three and a half inches thick. They're approximately 20 inches by 40 inches. They're stately. They're, you know, mantle quality, hand down to your children type items, but they're heavy. They take a long time to make. Yeah, they're, they're, they're heavy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't stand under the one that I'm. Yeah. Yeah, and when you say you know order machines, people need to understand these are all made by hand. There, I mean every every it's painstaking, you know, handmade. Uh, you use saws, you know, you you lose you use table saws and things and uh, grinders and things. Uh, yeah, but you, can, you can see I'm the I'm the non-experienced handyman friend that uh, I'm using words like grinders and table no, saws. No, but that's but, the wavy flags are 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 you know the 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 pieces are cut and assembled, and then I kind of sketch out how. I want the waves to look and then I start grinding away with these medieval tools. Um, it makes a giant mess. And then the flag basically gets taken apart and reassembled three or four times before it's um, put in a frame of reclaimed wood. Yeah. So, um, but it's, it's, it's been neat. I'm going to try and do some more specialty stuff like using the shotgun shells um, for stars. Oh yeah. That's pretty cool. Is that, can you pull that off? Um, yeah, that is actually pretty cool for those that are watching on YouTube. The uh, for the stars, he puts uh, the shotgun shell, uh, 12 gauge shells that I you know have ordered and cleaned. Um, we did a real nice one for the Matt Light Foundation, it yeah. had nine millimeter shell casings inside a star on a 1776 flag. So um, those, those are always really popular. Um, you know, it depends on what kind of beams I, I take in. Sometimes they, we have to purchase them in a salvage yard. Sometimes I throw out renovations of old houses. I, I can get my hands on some of the older stuff. So it, it's kind of whatever comes to mind. Yeah. And, you know, the, the wavy flags was, that was just a fluke. Just let's see if we can do one. Yeah. And you know, went from there, but it's neat. Yeah. So people need to know if they like the wavy flag and you want one for Christmas, better hurry up and order it like yeah. yesterday. Cause uh, you might not be getting one. So 
Well, hey man, I don't, you know, uh, I don't say this, this too often because again, we're, we're good friends and everything, but uh, I couldn't be more amazed and proud of what you've built uh, over the last two years. I mean, you just, you're just crushing it. You're doing what so many people uh, would wish they could do, which is take a hobby or a passion that they have and turn it into something that could be a business. And, and because it's fun, I mean, you have, you have that passion and that pride of every single one of those flags. So, so hats off to you. Keep, keep kicking, keep kicking ass with it and uh, appreciate all that you do and all that you, that you uh, donate and give and support, you know, the countless uh, organizations, but especially this month uh, with, with the veterans, um, you know, I was just listening to the 2018 episode that I did with Rick. And, uh, you know, I said that there were 600 on that day on veterans day of 2018, there were 680,000 world war II veterans that were still alive and we were losing a couple hundred a day. Um, and today, this morning I looked at it and as of May, uh, there was roughly 300,000. So our, our, our veterans that, that fought in these wars, uh, that are going back to World War II, um, we're losing them at a very rapid rate to, to obviously to many to old age, some disease, but, um, you know, showing the recognition and appreciation for World War II and, and veter- veterans of Vietnam and Korea and, and, and Iraq and Afghanistan, all these things, um, I think we're doing the best job we've ever done for it. And uh, I think that your mission for this month is, is uh, proof positive of that. So appreciate being a small part of it. And, uh, and riding along here with you a little bit to, uh, to help out a couple of, a couple of choices. And I'll, I'll work on my second choice here uh, now that I've, I've been given the heads up. So, well, you know, I truly believe we live in the greatest country in the world. Um, despite politics, disease, everything else that's going on, it is still hands down the greatest country in the world. And there are people that protect it. Um, and those people deserve to be recognized. You know, many of them are humble and don't want to be recognized. But I, I think that we all in general need to treat veterans better. Um, and this is my way of trying to do it. Yeah. And a great way to do it. And, uh, you know, I, I, with all of the upheaval and, and the craziness and the, the people willing to, to, uh, you know, just be in some cases awful fighting for their Democrat or their Republican side, uh, we're all Americans and, uh, we're all Americans because of our veterans, because they fought for us, because they fight for us. Um, and because they believe in the flag, uh, and are willing to give their life for it. So, uh, I'm, I'm an American. My, 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 uh, grandfather's greatest pride was raising and lowering the American flag first, uh, every morning as an immigrant from, uh, from Madeira and, uh, something I take with me and a great sense of pride. So, uh, appreciate you doing what you do, my friend. And, uh, how can people get a hold of you? How can they, Check you out. You're all over social. I mean, you're killing the social media. Social game. media, yeah. Um, at Shoveltown Flag. Um, my website, www.shoveltownflag.com. Um, or email Chris at shoveltownflag.com. Uh, the website has everything that we make. Uh, it constantly gets updated. Whenever something goes on social media, it up- uploads the website too. Um, there's really, there are not any prices on the website because every flag is so unique. So there's an inquiry form that you can fill out and I I will always get back within an hour. Yeah. You know, I'm constantly checking it. Uh, I get pinged if I get a shovel town flag email. So it, it, you know, the response is pretty quick and 
depending on the time of year right now, I think the flat flags are about two weeks out. Um, and the wavy flags are about four. Mm-hmm. Um, and we ship them, uh, either UPS or priority mail. So usually just a couple of days. I, I think I got one to California in two days. So that's not bad. Yeah. Depending on how, well, like what we were talking about earlier today, depending on how rural you are, there's no rhyme, no reason to how the post office does things, but at the end of the day, they're fairly dependable. Yeah. Yeah. And you figured out the packing of them much better than I have. If, if you got one of my flags that I shipped, I think I've bought, uh, well, I've known I've bought over 10 flags over the course of time, but I've had to ship, I think two or three, the one that I just did the uh, fundraiser for with uh veterans path or John McCaskill. I sent to Texas. Uh, I think that, I, that, that thing was wrapped up in like six different boxes with about 18 rolls of tape, popcorn, styrofoam, popcorn, uh, a bunch of be awesome shirts. It was like, it was a disaster. Um, but you got a pretty, pretty good system down. Cause it's a, it's a big item. It's a bulky item. And you yeah, want to make sure that uh, it gets there safe. The, the wavy flags are the most difficult to ship. And that, that's like a warning to everyone. It, it's, they're expensive to ship the, the way the flag, they're heavy. And they're big. It's like shipping a uh, a TV. But the the flat flags, I can pretty much have them anywhere in the country in two days, at a very reasonable shipping cost. That is great. Well, keep 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 grinding, my friend. Appreciate it, and I uh, appreciate you doing what you're doing. And uh, I'm wearing my I'm wearing my my Shovel Town flag with pride today. My shirt. I don't. I wear be awesome shirts all the time. But having you on, I had to I had to. Uh, know represent it's getting colder out oh it's not it's going to be getting colder out. Not to get this. yeah yeah well I'll look, I'll look forward to seeing my hat in the mail sometime soon my new gum hat one of these hats you can trade yeah. it for a bubble gum hat yeah i hid my i hid my long hair from this uh podcast with intention because i figured you were going to do something like that the fact that you you actually did a full color print on paper oh yeah so, yeah, yeah. Well, that's if you're great. gonna do it, you have to do it the right way. <laughs> I always wish I had time to laminate it. Yeah, well, that's that's next. I'm sure I'll I'm sure I'll have that for my Christmas present, a frame picture, so it looks like a mirror that I'm looking at. So, <laughs> well, I appreciate it, my friend. Uh, that'll do it for this episode. Unless you got anything else you you want to throw out there, I think we covered all the bases. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that was um that was great, and um you know keep watching uh our website or or. Instagram or Facebook, we'll have, um, I'll probably post this tonight, who yeah. number three is, and then um, number four will be Veterans Day. So I'll connect with that on Tuesday before, and we'll find out who's going to be the lucky winner and a and, um, couple different flags that we can pick from, and we'll keep going. Awesome stuff. Awesome. Well, that will do it for another episode. I've been a little quiet lately. I've been quiet on social media with intention. I've been quiet with my podcast with some intention. It's been some, kind of tough. Uh, with everything going on in the world, I'm going to get back on track here. Uh, but I do appreciate all the listeners. I appreciate the people that are supporting the podcast. At the beginning of every podcast, there's a uh, an English-sounding guy that says you can support the podcast because folks were looking to um, see how they could support Be Awesome, where uh, my public speaking and a lot of stuff that's been going on lately is uh, has slowed down. And they've got shirts and they've got mouse pads and coffee mugs and everything else. And uh, they just choose to make a donation for the for the podcast. So for, for those of you that uh, that have done that, thank you so much. That's uh, greatly appreciated. Uh, you can still buy shirts. Uh, I'm still making, uh, still planning on making a donation to the Dupont Ice Arena this year uh, for three dollars of every shirt we've sold. It has been a little bit of a lighter year, obvious for obvious reasons, but we're we're going to stay on that mission. 
until until there's no more shirts to to sell. So uh, you can find me. I'm going to be posting this on social media. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter. Look for BE space AU space SM, and uh, you can email me, Josh. It'd be awesome if you have anything you want to share, suggestions, ideas, um, or want to get somebody worthy of being a guest on the Be Awesome podcast. So uh, remember, you can be anything. Be awesome.